traversing the fields of geekdom. How about new? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay. Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome to The Geek Show. How is everybody doing on this fantastic weekend? If this is your first time to The Geek Show, welcome. It's a show where we take a break from all the news, all the yelling, all the politics, and we talk about fun things, video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. I think we're the only talk station in the country right now that is talking about something outside of politics, which is always fun. Uh, if you want to hear previous episodes of The Geek Show, there's the 1470 WMBD app. You can click the on-demand section, and you can catch up on all of The Geek Show uh, goodness, I try my best to update. I am just horrible at remembering to update every Monday, but I will keep doing that as long as much as I can and as much as I can remember. And if you want to hear more of my beautiful voice, which, hey, I, I, I'm not blaming you at all. I want to hear more of my beautiful voice all the time. You can listen to the Greg and Dan show after party on there. It's a show that I host with the morning shows. Greg Batten and Dan DiOrio, which I'm a producer for. I call it the Seinfeld of podcast because it is a podcast about nothing. It's hilarious. It's fun. It's definitely worth your time. You'll get a little more behind the scenes of Greg and Dan and even me. It's a fun, fun time. Now, we have a jam-packed show, as always. We start with the news of the week. I got some uh, interesting news in the world of hacks and Pandora's doing something bad, Disney Plus, uh-oh, and then something that makes me incredibly happy. Then we take a break. We get back and we talk about movie news. I got some very interesting uh, movies information that's coming out. We have trailers. We have uh, digital releases. We have a movie that is going to probably top our Killer Pants movie from last week. It's really, really weird. Then we take a break for news and we get back after that. We do Corey's Tech Corner. We got to talk about TikTok. We got to talk about a few other things happening in the digital world. Then we end the show with the top five list of the week. I got a trailer. I got a viral video. And I got something at the very end that will probably make you cry. And even thinking about it is starting to make me tear up a little bit. So stick around for that. But for right now, let's get into the news of the week. And I want to talk about this one because it makes me so so stinking excited. If you follow The Geek Show, you know I am a person who will talk about all the time and push for it, awareness with mental health. Uh, I feel like, especially in the geek community, that mental health is a huge problem. And it's something that I will fight for tooth and nail. I've talked about it on the show. I suffer from depression and a number of other things. And it's something that I never addressed growing up, and that was always my goal with this show. Obviously, to have fun and talk to you guys about the things that we love, but also to say, hey, we're not alone out there. You don't ever have to feel sad. And if I can help just one person during the Geek Show, it was 100% worth it. And going along that line, right now you have the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. It's 1-800-273-8255. Okay, quickly, repeat that for me. Yeah, you can't. It's hard to remember, and one of my worries is that you have to look up the number in order to call it. And if people are in a crisis situation, they might not take the time to look it up because they just don't want to go on the Internet, and they're just in this mental state where they're unable to. And I totally get that. 
And we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that the FCC was going to put into place a vote. And if it got approved, they would change the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Well, not change the number, but allow it to have access to it of a different way. So just like 911 is associated with the police and the ambulance, uh, starting in 2022, the FCC voted and approved it, uh, dialing 988 will connect you instantly with the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. I think that is absolutely awesome. Anything we can do to help people with their mental health is wonderful. It's still sad to me that there's a stigma out there, especially in guys, about mental health. And I can tell you, as a person who dealt with that a majority of his life, there is a light at the end of the tunnel in that once you admit that you uh, you have an issue and you seek help for it, and that's the hardest part is seeking help. But when you do, you will get better. Sure, there are high days and low days, but you will get better, I promise you. And as always, before I get into these other news, if you ever feel down, if you ever feel alone and just need to talk, you can send me a mail here at the station. You can email me at Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, period, Wara, W-A-R-A, at mwcradio.com. I think also at 1470wmbd.com. I'm always here to chat and just give you a good time and we can talk about fun things. So we'll continue on. Once again, that is 988, and that's starting in 2022. Makes me incredibly, incredibly happy. Uh, next up is Instacart. If you are an Instacart user, you need to listen right now because I got some important information to tell you. Instacart is kind of like the Uber of uh, grocery shopping. You place your order online, somebody goes, picks up your groceries, then drives it back and drops it off for you. And a lot of people are using that right now because of the world of COVID. Uh, the personal data of hundreds of thousands of Instacart users are being sold on the dark web for around... Well, take a guess. What do you think your personal information is worth? $2. Yes, $2 per person. Uh, this is a report coming from BuzzFeed, and it's interesting. BuzzFeed found this on the dark web, but Instacart has come out and denied that a data breach has happened, and they're saying that they're investigating the issue and that they'll reach out to any potentially affected users. So if you are an Instacart user, I highly recommend you change your password and just follow the basic rules of hacking uh, keep an eye on your bank account, keep an eye on your email, and just change your passwords for everything. Even if, I know it's hard, we're all lazy, I don't want to write a whole new password, Corey. Even if you just add a 6 to the one, two, three, four, five, just add a 6 on there. Change it so it's at least a little bit more protected than before. Uh, over in the world of Disney, Disney Plus, they have a very, they, they've been pushing Disney Plus for a while, and Hamilton was a huge success for them. And they were hoping that their next success, success will be the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which will be the big Marvel push for Disney Plus. Sadly, COVID has caught up with Marvel, and they have uh, delayed the Falcon and Winter Soldier series on Disney Plus. For a while. We don't know an official release date. They said that will release this year. It was originally going to come out in August. And I think this just adds to Disney's issues. Well, I don't know issues. I know a lot of people and families use that show and use that streaming service religiously. But me personally, I have I've been writing down lately all the streaming services I use and I've been rating them on how often I use them. And Disney Plus is at the bottom of it. I think it originally started with I was going to cancel it like a month ago, and then they said, oh, Hamilton's coming out. So I said, okay, I'll stick around for another month to watch Hamilton. And then, in all honesty, I was going to cancel again, but then I'm like, oh, Marvel's uh, The Winter Soldier series is coming out. Okay, I'll wait. 
But now that they're doing that, I might wait a little bit and then come back later. I, I need to start juggling that and figuring out what I watch and what I don't watch. I feel like I can save money, but at the same time, uh, who knows? I'm pretty sporadic when it comes to watching stuff. Uh, this one is very, very important also. Just like the Instacart, if you are an AT&T user, you need to listen right now because this one is incredibly important. You might have gotten an email this week that had uh, big, bold letters that said, Update Needed. And a lot of people thought it was a scam, and so they just deleted it and moved away. Sadly, it uh, came out that AT&T actually sent an email out that looks like spam, and a lot of people didn't pay attention to it. And they're saying, hey, you need to pay attention to it because you need to swap out your phone by the year 2022 because they're going to be updating their infrastructure and moving away from 3G into 4G and then eventually 5G and 6G and 10G. But uh, you need to swap out your phones or upgrade your phones by 2022 or your old phones will not work. What stinks is that AT&T released that email and first a lot of people ignored it because uh, they thought it was spam. And then they didn't put a release date on it. They didn't say the date that you need to update your phone by. So people were freaking out. They're like, do we have to update our phone this year during a pandemic and stuff? We can't handle all of that. But AT&T came out and said, oh, we are incredibly sorry we released that. You have until 2022. I'll be curious to see if Verizon and all the other companies have to do this. Because I think it's weird that they're asking people to swap out their phones. Next up, Pandora. Okay, this one... Uh, is interesting, but it scares me. Pandora wants you to talk to its advertisements. The company is expanding on its voice-controlled features starting earlier this week with a beta launch of voice-activated ads after initially testing the feature out for a year. So listeners who are listening to Pandora, which is an online music streaming place, it has commercials and whatnot, unless you pay for uh, the non-commercial version. But uh, they want the advertisement to start talking to you. And at the very end, it says, hey, do you want more information? And if you say yes, it'll activate it and then load more information about that ad. What scares me is, is Pandora is just openly saying, hey, when you have when you're listening to commercials, your microphone is turned on. And that just scares me with private information because the phone will be on no matter what, because it needs to hear if you say yes or if you don't say anything at all. And it just makes you wonder, tinfoil hat Corey here, where's that information going? Uh, I've seen it. I've heard it. I know people are starting to look into it and do it more these uh, ways that advertisements can listen and see what you're doing. And that worries me. And this one is just like an open ended, Hey, we're going to be listening to you. So if you are a Pandora user, you may want to uh, change or there might be an option in the long run to block that. I'd be very curious to see if it isn't blocked or challenged at some point, just because of how scary it is. I was initially a huge fan and supporter of Alexa, but then after all those stories of Alexa listening to you, I have unplugged my Alexa and it's been gathering dust in the closet for a while now, my poor little Alexa device. But with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. and we get back, we're going to talk about some movie news of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 W. Title to qualified buyers. <laughs> 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment where we talk about movies. Now, normally it would be new movies of the week, but because of this COVID world we're in, there are really no movies out in theaters right now. Hopefully, we'll get back to there soon. Uh, some sad news is that Warner Brothers has pulled the movie Tenet from being released yet, and it is the, the release date is now unknown. It is being on hold indefinitely until there's a time when theaters will open up all over the country. They want to use that movie as a tentpole movie that says, okay, this is the day that movie theaters are back, baby. And Christopher Nolan is... Uh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, uh, he is known as one of the best film directors around. So he has some power, and he is telling the movie theaters, or no, movie studios, hey, we are not releasing this movie digitally. We are opening it in theaters when theaters open up. So we'll have to wait a little bit longer on that one. It's a weird time travel movie. And if it's Christopher Nolan, you're going to walk away very, very excited. Let's talk about some movie rumors and news that are coming out this week. And this one, I have to be honest, I read the title and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a terrible movie. But then I actually read what it was about and I'm like, Okay, I'm very interested in this. So the movie is Tetris. Now, I don't know about you, but I've seen a boatload of trailers and I've seen a boatload of movies in my life. And uh, I, you start to see a rhythm with them. And when I first saw the headline Tetris, I'm like, okay, this is just like the Animal Crackers movie that we had a couple weeks ago on The Geek Show. It's going to be a movie about these kids, and each kid is a different shape from Tetris, right? And they're picked on and they're bullied because of the way they look. But when all the friends get together, they create a Tetris and maybe there's a band. There's obviously several pop songs in it because it's a child animated movie. But no, <laughs> I'm really good at creating fake movies because in all honesty, I want to see a Tetris movie about this a group of kids who create a band called Tetris. But this one makes me incredibly excited. This is uh, going to star Taron Egerton. He played, um, oh, what's the singer? Uh, piano man, Elton John. He played Elton John in the biopic about his life. He will play uh, Hank Rogers. He is the man who managed to secure the Nintendo Game Boy rights to Tetris in a new film discussing the popular video game's development and release. And then this one makes me so excited. John S. Bard is attached to direct. He directed a movie that I just really love because it's just a, a great movie, and that is Stan and Ollie. Uh, it is a depiction of the life of Stan and Ollie in Hollywood. It is a fantastically fun and just chill film that makes you feel good. So I'm very excited about that. And I love any movie that can be like the creation of worldwide events and creation of pop culture. Tetris is pop culture, like the definition of it. Uh, next up, Black Adams. Black Adams is a very popular DC comic book villain. Uh, sadly, it isn't going to be made anytime soon, at least until 2021, according to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because of a busy schedule and because of COVID-19 reasons. Over in Disney Plus land, according to a new uh, report that came out to the Kessel Run Transmission, they are currently working on a Lando Calrissian series for Disney Plus, and they want to get Daniel Glover back, who played him in the Han Solo film. I think that's cool. He didn't get a lot of screen time in the Han Solo film, at least not enough to really get a feel for the character. So I think that'll be fantastic. This one is weird. So I read this title and it said, 
untitled M. Night Shyamalan thriller. Deadline reports that Gail Garcia has joined the cast of M. Night Shyamalan's weird and dark new thriller in an undisclosed role. So obviously that report tells you nothing except the actress is on it. But my question is, why is M. Night Shyamalan still getting movies? His movies are terrible. Why in the world are people giving him more money constantly to make more movies? I've never understood that. Uh, next up, The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, has been pushed back until June 4th, 2021. Yes, it was supposed to come out this year, pushed back an entire year. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, but I'll hit back on it. Marvel's Wanda Vision is still on track for the December 2020 release date. No worries about the delay from uh, the Winter Soldier TV series affecting that show. In a video of uh, Tom Holland's dad, Tom Holland revealed that uh, Spider-Man 3 is currently wrapping up and it will be fully wrapped up by 2021. So we'll be seeing that movie probably in 2022. Uh, this one, I think, hurt the movie theater industry as a whole. According to M16HQ, MGM and Universal are now considering a summer 2021 release for No Time to Die. That is the new James Bond film. And I've talked about this before, but I got to hit on it again. They put out a ton, a ton of marketing advertisements, trailers when this movie was supposed to come out back in May, even before May, I think the end of April. And then COVID happened. And because of that, they said, OK, we're going to wait and push the release date. First of all, you have to understand marketing and putting all this stuff out there. And they probably had uh, cups and just all this merchandise made. It's a lot of money, and the fact that they haven't made any of that money back worries me just a tiny bit for MGM and Universal because that's going to be a huge hit in the long run. And if they wait until next year, summer of next year, that's even going to hurt them like even more. And Disney's kind of in the same spot right now. They have um, the Black Widow movie. It's just sitting there. We don't know when it's going to come out, but they started promoting that. They had trailers. They even had TV spots and posters and all of that. But then COVID happened, so we'll have to wait, and hopefully these movies will be coming out sooner rather than later. Um, Cats and Dogs. Do you remember that series from the 90s? It was a uh, very... It was a lowbrow comedy show about cats versus dogs. I mean, the, the whole premise is simple. Well, after... 20 years they're bringing um even 30 years they're bringing it back cats and dogs three paws unite it is a new trailer in the unexpected third entry in the cats and dogs franchise and uh george lopez is in it so i, I don't know however you feel about that uh next up is bill and ted face the music the new bill and ted movie is still coming out in theaters on september 1st i believe but they also announced that it will be available digitally on day one I think that's awesome. I think it's a good way to uh, make a lot more money because I think some people are still afraid of going out to theaters, which I don't blame you, and they would rather stay home and watch a movie where it's safer there. I think they're going to make a lot of money with this, and this might be just another push to release movies digitally. And then finally, I have to end with this very weird uh, title of a movie. This is Mad Heidi, and it is a movie in which the characters liberate Switzerland from a dictatorship of wicked cheesemongers and chocolatiers. Yep, I am not joking. We had uh, 
smart pants last week, killer smart pants last week, and now we have Switzerland dictatorship, cheesemongers, and chocolatiers. Uh, I don't know. That is the Geek Show. When we get back, uh, we'll talk about Corey's tech. Give it yourself. Welcome back to the Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Vora. This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner, where we talk about the latest in the technological world. Not that much in regards to, like, brand new products, but some interesting things are happening that I think are going to shape the uh, the streaming world, the social media world, and just a little bit of everything that touches technology. So we're going to break it down a little bit. This one I have to talk about first because... I am so excited for it, and the fact that the uh, person who reviewed it said it actually worked pretty well makes me excited. I'm a bigger guy. What comes with that? Well, when I walk out into that sun, into that heat, I sweat profusely, and I just hate the heat in general. Well, Sony came up with a brilliant product. It is a portable, wearable air conditioner unit. It's just about uh, about the size of your phone, your, uh, maybe the size of an iPhone, maybe a little smaller. And it comes with a shirt that has a, a little slot in the back, and you just slide the, the air conditioning unit in. It's really small. When I say air conditioning unit, I imagine like people walking down the streets with like huge air conditioners on their back. But no, this is a handheld device. But it comes with a shirt, and the shirt has a little slot that you can slide the air conditioning unit into. And it's supposed to cool you down, like almost like 10 degrees, nothing crazy. And the reviews are coming out, the early ones. This is only available in Japan right now. I know, that really stinks. But the early reviews are coming out and saying it's actually really nice. They're saying it won't stop you from, like, th this reviewer that I read, he walked to the store uh, one day. It was like a mile away. He said it would he would be drenched in sweat by the time he got there. It was 86 degrees out, and on his walk there, he felt great. He didn't stop him from sweating because, I mean, it's hot out, but it makes you feel better and feel cooler. And I think that's awesome. I, I wonder if it's more of a psychological trick, but the fact that he felt that is awesome. And I just could see this uh, working, especially for winter time, for people who commute. You could just slide that like in the back of your neck and turn it on and it will warm up. I think that's really cool. What stinks, though, is that it only has a two to three hour charge limit. Uh, that just seems small for me, but at the same time, I guess if you're uh, a commuter, you can just pop it in, and then when you're at work, you don't have to worry about it, and then you can use it on your ride back. So, I don't know. I hope Japan brings this over to the United States. I think that would be really, really cool. I think they would have to change the designs, though, a little bit for uh, America's heftier market that we are compared to uh, Japan. Uh, let's head into the world of online streaming, and that is Twitch. Twitch is one of the biggest, and they're trying to become the biggest live stream company around. They are owned by Amazon, and Amazon lately has been pushing really hard for sports and live sports to be all on Amazon. So, hey, if you get Amazon Prime, you'll have access to all of these sports places. And that's cool. And they're trying to mix that in with Twitch because, like I said, Amazon owns Twitch. And Twitch is right now, at least for video games, the biggest online streaming platform around. People watch it for uh, content. They watch it for uh, eSports. Uh, there's even sections where you can watch people eat. I know it's weird, but, hey, uh, more power to you. 
But they announced this week that Twitch is launching a new sports category for uh, Amazon and for Twitch. And during it, they're going to have, let's see, where it is here, a showcase hosted by Major League Soccer star Jimmy Conrad. And in it, he will cover the NBA, the UFC, Arsenal, and the House of Highlights using uh, two-hour time slots to demonstrate the type of sports content that Twitch is going to offer. So they're going to have this brand new show on there, and then they're going to start showing highlight broadcasts and programming from various uh, sports outlets, and then uh, they also signed a deal with the USA Basketball to be the official streaming partner, and they're trying to also work out a deal with British Formula One Racing. So Twitch and Amazon both are trying to make the live streaming category their own, and in doing so, they are taking up all of the major league sports, and they're trying to expand what online streaming is, away from just esports and video games, but also for uh, regular sports. And it's curious to see where they will continue. Will we eventually have like CBS News live streamed on there? And then uh, that also brings up the point, well, if we can get all this great content through Twitch, which is free, you have commercials in it, but it's free, what's that going to do to TV? I don't know. We'll have to wait on that one. The biggest social media app out there, TikTok, is having an interesting time right now. The House voted earlier this week to ban TikTok from all government-issued devices. And they're assuming that it's going to go to the Senate where they will eventually pass it. And I, I think they should pass it. There are rumors that TikTok, which is owned by China, uh, that China is using TikTok, which is the biggest app in the United States right now, to spy on us. And I think we're going to be hearing a lot more of this because a lot more stories are coming out about China. But this story specifically, what was fascinating to me is that you would expect TikTok to like fight back and get angry at government officials. They did something completely different. They announced that they are bringing in over 10,000 new jobs into the United States for TikTok. And it is just a hilarious, brilliant move because how do you fight against something that the government is like, ah, you're you're bad. We're going to punish you for this. How do you fight that? By saying, hey, government, we're going to introduce a bunch of brand new jobs for people. And if you take those jobs away from people, people are going to be angry at you. So it's a very fascinating uh, way to deal with it because normally social media people and social media companies will fight back. This one, they're kind of going a different route. And we'll have to see in the long run uh, if that will pay off. It would be shocking to say the least if TikTok was banned in the United States. That would be huge. So we'll keep an eye on that story. And finally, Twitter. I don't have a lot of time to talk about this, but if you saw last week, there was a massive Twitter hack in which a bunch of celebrities put out fake links that brought uh, malware and uh, and it attempts to steal money from people. Put that aside for a second. I want to talk about the bigger implication and something to think about before we take a break. And that is that hack horrified me for several reasons. One specifically, I think the biggest one we all need to think about is the president. The president is without a doubt a social media person. He uses it all the time. He makes announcements on it all the time. What scares me is that these hackers were able to break into Twitter and have access to all of these people. Can a hacker start a war or cause something major to happen if they hacked into President Trump's Twitter and put something out like, we're going to go bomb North Korea or we're going to go attack these people? Think about the mass chaos that would happen from that tweet, even if it turned out to be fake. It would take a little bit for people to react to it, 
but the damage might be done by then. So it's something to think about. Just my two cents on that whole Twitter thing. Um, I'm reading more about it. I'm going to hopefully break it down in the future once we know more about it. But that really, really horrified me because it's just something you have to think about how much power social media can have in the world. We're going to take a break. When we get back, the top five. 8622. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, it's the last part of the show. I know, I know. I'm sad too. But if you want to hear more, you can get the 1470 WMBD app. You can click on the on demand section and you can hear all previous episodes of The Geek Show. Well worth your time. And the last part of the show, what do we do? It's always the top five list of the week. This week's a little different. I'm going to have, I guess, essentially the top four list of the week. But I'm going to give the number one slot the number two slot also, just because of how powerful it is. But it's a longer clip. And because of time-wise, I have to remove one piece of audio because of how long this is. But it's something worth it that we all need to hear and something that just shows the power of the geek community. Really, really cool. So, top five list. Where do we start? Number five. Number five goes to, I guess, the king of old-school geek and nerdum, And that is Alex Trebek from Jeopardy. I think Jeopardy might be one of the very first shows that kind of emphasized uh, geekiness and nerdiness to the mainstream. But uh, this is a clip that happened earlier this week. He was talking to one of the hosts from ABC News, Good Morning America, and he was talking about his cancer treatment. And during it, I really actually surprised this one, this video didn't blow up as much as I thought it did. It's only at 100,000 views, and I feel like it's something that everybody should be talking about because it's a really powerful moment. And that's why I have it. The top five list is always about the, the pieces of audio of this week that I think you should be aware of. And this one is just beautiful. This is Alex Trebek talking about his wife and dealing with this cancer treatment. Do you use that word burden with your wife? Yeah. I have used that. And she says what to you when you she say She says you're not a burden. Uh, she's a saint. Uh, but she has so much goodness in her that she is always giving out, always putting out to help me get over difficult moments. And there have been some difficult moments. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'm just in awe of... Uh, the way she handles it yeah that was a beautiful piece of audio alex trebek is an icon in game shows in nerdness in trivia and it was a really powerful interview that happened i'm really surprised it didn't get as much traction as i thought it would uh he talks about uh at points he wanted to give up and he said if it wasn't like he he had so much pain that he has to fight through it when he goes out and on stage and he even talked a little bit about who he'd like to replace him at some point although he even giggles and says that it'll be a long time until that happens number 4 number 4 number 4 goes to a movie that i have to be honest with you i saw it and i'm like oh sweet we're getting an x men movie and then I saw Megan Fox was starring in it. And I said, what? And then I read the headline, Megan Fox is rebooting her career. And I'm like, uh-oh. This is the trailer for Rogue. We lost the Osprey extraction. We have the governor's daughter. 
promised I would keep her safe. We have a militia group in close proximity. They will come for us. I don't know what this place is. No one here. Okay, but where did they go? Looks like the driver was cut up and dragged out. About what? A lion. Spoiler alert. It was a lion. I always hate it in trailers when they're like, oh, what could have done this? And then you have five seconds of like eerie music and then boom, the jump scare. So it was a lion. But Megan Fox is playing a battle hardened mercenary in this action thriller uh, where she's trying to protect the president's daughter from captors in remote Africa and lions are involved. And if you can't tell in my voice, I'm already making fun of it just a little bit, just because it's really, really weird. Weird in that Megan Fox is trying to reboot her career, but also weird in that uh, maybe I need to see more of the trailer, but when I associate Megan Fox with movies, I, I think of her in the more... Uh, uh, you're the the damsel in distress and the 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 pretty lady on the screen because that's what she was for uh, Transformers and this one she's playing a military vet and I let me just tell you it's I, I can't see Megan Fox as a military vet so when I see her acting in this and she's acting fine it's just my brain can't comprehend it because it just looks weird and it just feels out of place. And it just seems like one of your run-of-the-mill action films. I don't know. We'll have to see when it comes out. It comes out later this year. That is Rogue. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to... Oh, I, I love this so much. I watched the whole thing in one sitting because I was just like, whoa, this is awesome. I am a huge, huge movie person and a comic book fan. And when those two mix together perfectly into what I would call one of the best, if not perfect, uh, comic book adaptations into a movie that is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Something cool happened over the weekend last weekend. Uh, the entire cast and crew got together and read the script, acted it out and everything all via zoom. And I'll play a little bit of it, but it, if you are a fan of that show or that comic book, this is well worth your time. All of the actors are back. It was just really, really cool to see everybody. Scott leaps up from bed and runs to the front door, throws it open, startling Ramona as she presses the doorbell. Hi, um, I was thinking about asking you out, but then I realized how stupid that would be. Do you want to go out sometime? Um, no, that's okay. You just have to sign for this, all right? I just woke up and you were in my dream. I, I dreamt that you were delivering me this package. Is that weird? It's not weird at all. It's not? No, it's just like you've got this really convenient subspace highway running through your head that I like to use. It's like three miles in 15 seconds. Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys don't have that in Canada. You don't remember me, do you? I, I met you at the party the other day. Were you the Pac-Man guy? No, not even. No, that was some, I was this other guy. Yeah, so I really like that just because I really like table reads. And if you don't know what table reads are, table reads are, they happen before they start filming, in which the entire cast and crew sit together on a really long table. They all have snacks and food everywhere and drinks, and they just read the script together just one time the whole thing together no stopping and you kind of get a feel based on that where everybody's thinking and this is kind of what you get obviously this is after the movie happened but it's really really cool and if you like that movie or you like just seeing the behind the scenes stuff 
definitely worth your time. That's Scott Pilgrim versus the World Live Read. Number two, here's number one. Number two and number one goes to this clip. It's about two minutes long, and I'm going to play the whole thing just because of how powerful it is. So James uh, Doohan, I, Doohan, I, I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, and I apologize, was Scotty in the original Star Trek series. And one of my friends who knows I'm a very strong advocate for uh, mental health issues and suicide and trying to get people to be aware if they have those problems that there are there is help out there. And uh, I was reading up about this James guy. He's a military vet. He lost one of his fingers in the war. Uh, he then went into acting and he goes to various comic cons around the world. And he was one of the nicest people you could ever interact with. And I, I feel like he was born to do this role on Star Trek for this story that he's going to tell. Take a listen to this. It's just really, really cool. I got a fan letter from a young lady. It was a suicide note. So I, uh, I called her. I said, hey, this is Jimmy Doohan, Scotty of Star Trek. I said, I'm doing a convention in Indianapolis. I want to see you there. I saw her, boy, I'm telling you, I couldn't believe what I saw. That was, it was definitely suicide. You know, somebody had to help her somehow. You know, and obviously she wasn't going to the right people. You know. Anyhow, I said to her, I said, I'm doing a convention two weeks from now in St. Louis. And two weeks from then into in something, you know, and then eventually she also came to New York. She was able to afford to go to these places and everything else. So, uh... And then that went on for two or three years, maybe 18 times. And all I did was talk positive things to her. And then all of a sudden, nothing. I didn't hear anything. I had no idea what was happening because I, I really never saved her uh, address, right? Eight years later, I get a letter saying, I do want to thank you so much for what you did for me because I just got my de master's degree in electronic engineering. You know, I, that's, to me, the best thing I've ever done in my life. And it brings tears to my eyes every time I even talk about the story. Yeah, that that actually almost brought tears to my eyes too. Every time I listen to that, it, it's a fantastic tale of just how something small can just help people, even if it's just saying, "I'll see you. I want to see you in two weeks," and it's just it's a great reminder of why I do this show, which is uh, to create a place where no matter what you're what you like, if comic books, movies, video games, bronies. It's just a place where we can all gather, have fun, and remember that we're not alone. Because especially during COVID and all of this, it can be a lot more isolating than normal. Like, even more than normal. And we have to remember to check in on our friends. And if you're ever feeling down, to reach out to people. There are people out there who will be able to help you, will be able to see you through any dark feelings that you're having. And just to see this guy, Scotty, do that and the emotions on his face, he... 
he was incredibly touched by that, and he had an incredible life. I won't go into all the details, but I even said he was a vet, and he said that that was one of the best moments of his life. So we can all do small things to help make each other feel better. That's all it needs. We just need more positivity, and I think we should take that message from Scotty himself and spread that everywhere because it is so easy to fall into that hole that is hate and anger. So easy. But it's us. It's us, the geeks. It's us, the ones who feel alone that need to step up and tell everyone, hey, it's time to calm down. Let's talk about some fun things. Let's talk about just happiness and let's push positivity. And that is what the Geek Show is. And with that, you guys, I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. I will see you all next week. This is the Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 W.